Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. Hi. Oh, hey, are you Jared? I am not Jared. Oh, my God. He, he's just cut out again. No, he's fine. He's at a work thing. You know what? No. I'm going to cut his salary. Of nothing? No. he. <laughs> yes, of nothing. He gets no money anymore. Now you get all the cash. Great. Fantastic. That, that's what's happening. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Zach. This is... um. I'm Emily. S- some lady I know that uh, we, we did a podcast before. We did. It was about Buffy, the Vampire Slayer comics. And Angel. Okay, there we go. All of the Buffy and Angel canon comics that are canon chronologically. That's not quite the, Whatever. the line. Close enough. Well, I guess this is a good time to an- announce um, our next podcast. Oh, are we doing that? Is that a real thing? No, I was just trying to trap you. Oh, okay. But yes, we... <laughs> uh, sooner rather than later. Oh, would you look at that? This is great audio because people really <laughs> are intrigued the, by something that... For the entrapment. Nothing's going to happen right now. <laughs> How dare you? It's all happening. But we're doing a podcast right now. Another show that will last like 90-ish episodes. Yeah, I got this a plan. One? No, the other one. Oh, I was more focusing on the one we're actually doing <laughs> oh, right now. okay. Well, you know, maybe there's something coming up uh, sooner rather than later. Anyway, moving on. Maybe it will be uh, Patreon-focused initially before it's released to the masses. We'll see. <laughs> I just like trapping you. Uh, all right, what do we got going on this week? We got, oh my God, is there news of the week? Sports reports. Great. Weird comics facts. Fun. Do you not remember? Har- Harley Quinn and your questions. Oh, there's no streaming right now. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. Although oh. there, are, there is streaming content to talk about, although it's not streaming this week. Right. Not things that we are watching. Um, maybe some smart business decisions were made around uh, what time things should be streamed. Maybe don't release a Star Wars and a Marvel on the same day so uh, one of them gets buried. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. I think. Glad they're doing that this somebody time. Somebody else should have realized that. I realized that. Yeah. All right. So um, aside from announcing our brand new show coming out soon. We're not announcing that. But anything else. <laughs> that show, oh my shall God. we jump in? I want to do that show. All right. Fine. We'll just dive straight into the nudes. No. The news. Why are you trying to get away with everything tonight? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm cheeky. I'm cheeky like that. No. You just packed that up for my Love Island show. No, I did not. I did yes, not. you did. I they all no, described themselves. I as, literally don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh! All of the guys described themselves as cheeky lads. Every single one. I'm kind of a cheeky lad. Oh, that's just because they're like a British fuckboy. Yeah, they're right. on Love Island. Mm. They volunteered to be on Love Island. All right, great. Whatever. Doing the thing. Okay. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Uh, here's the big news of the week. Holy shit. Holy shit. This is massive. What a weird precedent this is set. I went to Target and like did the dishes and watched Love Island today, so I have no idea what you're talking about. This, this was yesterday. Or yesterday. Same things apply, except for the going to Target. Batgirl. Batgirl and Scoob. We have a holiday special. Fun. Or Halloween, maybe. Canceled. Less fun. Fully canceled. How far along were they? Um, I Scoob. I, to be fair, I looked less into because I don't care because I never like Scooby Doo on any front. It's a shit franchise, and um, oh my gosh, some of us like Scooby Doo. So keep going without your Scooby Doo slander. 
I don't know, put that dog no. down and, I don't know. Continue dec- without your Scooby-Doo slander. De- decapitate Scrappy. Continue without your Scooby-Doo slander. Right. Oh, do, do you like Scrappy-Doo? No one likes Scrappy-Doo. I like him better than Connor. How dare you? It's an angel reference. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but how dare you? Um. Uh, yeah, kill all the dogs and the people there. No. Also, Buffy was in the Scooby-Doo movie, so. She was, and so was Hawkeye's wife, who was also Corey's. Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Guys, that was a terrible audio. I'm so sorry. But if you've ever watched Boy Meets World, you know exactly what we're talking about. Do, do you want to go to Rhode Island so we can meet Feeny? No. It's, it's an, I think it's the same weekend as the Mumford show. Mm. Well, that's just one night. Rhode Island's three days. Anyway, um, that's another <laughs> off mic oh, conversation no, to have. It's just a personal, like, how do we Planning want to schedule? allocate money? Yeah, yeah, sure. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Batgirl. Batgirl got... So Batgirl, a... Um, the budget isn't clear. It's somewhere between 70 and 90 million. It's a lot of money. Well, not that much money. And that's kind of the problem. Not enough money? Uh, Discovery recently bought out a- AT&T, who was the owner of Warner Brothers. Oh, my God. We're so many levels deep into this. But they axed Scoob, the Halloween special, and Batgirl. Which yeah, I, again, I wish you could see his face as he's saying all of these things because he has a particular face for Scooby-Doo, which I love, which Disdain. he hates. But anyway, keep going with your story. Yeah, so this movie that's in there already like 70 to 90 million in the hole, they just fucking axed it fully. It's done. Starring Leslie Grace, who is in In the Heights. In the Heights. You do use spicy language on this show. You didn't use this spicy language on my show. Michael Keaton. Batman. J.K. Simmons. J.J. Jonah Jameson Jr. Couple extra J's in there, but sure. Also, the dad in Juno. Another J. Has... Keep going. <laughs> I don't know who makes the show harder on me. Uh, obviously, Jared. And Brendan Fraser. He's coming back. He was he the villain. The mummies? Yeah, he was the mummies. I've never seen anything with him actually in it. Then he uh, he lost a lot of his hair and got really overweight. And then there was going to be the, the Fraser sons. Not your Fraser, Not that one. That's all I care about. But he was coming back. He was Firefly. Not that Firefly. None of this is my fault. You're the one that's coming up with... Names that are things that what? I like that aren't these things. <laughs> but with the um, AT&T Discovery merger, the, the new head over there, David, last name I can't pronounce, is like, yeah, we're just going to toss all this shit. And to be fair, like he did ask a couple of things saying like DC projects should be theatrical. So the idea of doing like Batgirl as an HBO Max exclusive doesn't really work. But now it's like, oh, we're also going to fire 70% of the people working on HBO Max. Maybe there's going to be a merger of streaming services, even though for me personally, HBO Max is probably the best streamer out there. I am much more ambivalent. I have my very specific things that I watch on each of them. I, I th- probably watch the least on HBO Max. But I mean, that's always been the idea of like prestige programming. And now it's like, eh, fuck it. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, one of the quotes that I saw rolling around that made me smile was uh, someone someone who had been working at Warner Brothers for 20 years. It's like, if McDonald's tried buying a Michelin star restaurant and then pretending like they knew what they were doing. That is kind of harsh. The cat is being very weird right now. Are you watching him? I know. We, can we get rid of this thing? The cat? No, the papazon. No. Why? He sits in it. No one sits in it. What was the last time you sat in the papazon? I don't know. I sat in it sometimes. I am looking for room down here and we just got this papazon. Anyway, back to your story, whatever you're talking about. 
Batgirl canceled. A movie that was done. A movie that had done reshoots. And now it's just being uh, washed off the board. It's going to just be a tax write-off. There, there's a couple of thing, different things going out today. They're like, oh, it was irredeemable. Also, it could just be used as a tax write-off. And we don't need to spend extra money. And there's a big comparison about like the old regime versus the new regime. Like The old one literally spent like 70 mil to finish off um, the Snyder Cut. And this, uh, yes. and this one's like, oh, do we need another 15 million to make it like okay for HBO Max? No, fuck it. We're not doing it. That is a lot of money, but not very much money in the world of movie making. I'm curious about what happens with uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle was, it's uh, the kid from uh, Cobra Kai. I can't pronounce it. I've never heard it said out loud. I'm not even going to attempt it. Robbie or? No, not Robbie. The other guy, the guy that is mentored by johnny yeah yeah um, the guy that gets paralyzed and then yeah, unparalyzed yeah his i don't know how to pronounce his name it starts with an x i appreciate that you understand that i will know none of these things none of these people none of these properties robbie was you... in girl meets world he was charlie gardner it's not charlie gardner it's the other one <laughs> um yeah no i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> whatever his name is like x-o-l-o i don't know how to pronounce that but I'm curious how that movie is going to land because that was originally supposed to be an HBO Max thing and then they upped it to a theatrical. It just wrapped a couple weeks ago, but <laughs> if this is the new regime, then who the hell knows? Zolo. I hope <laughs> that your phone reading off the name <laughs> came out. Me too. <laughs> a little bit of a cheat. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But that's this has never happened before. I mean, also a movie with like big name actors. It's not like... Yeah. Like Keaton and J.K. Simmons aren't exactly, or Brendan Fraser. These aren't like no name people. No. Remember when uh, J.K. Simmons got super jacked to play Jim Gordon and then he was in basically a cameo and then he shot a whole other movie that was then fully scrapped? Poor J.K. <laughs> I Simmons. I feel like this was a poor choice on his end. Oh my gosh. Wasn't he in that movie though with Chris Pratt? Wasn't he Chris Pratt's dad in that movie? Yeah, where they had to punch an alien to death. That wasn't a good movie. They're like, the bullets can't do it, but if we punch it in the face real hard. Didn't we like watch we that on it. Christmas or something? Yeah, that movie sucked. Anyway. Whatever that was. Punch an alien in the face. It's called The Tomorrow War or something. Tomorrow Never Dies. Well, Tomorrow Never Dies because that's when you get 100 years of broadcast rights in China. Right. Exclusively. I understood the plot of Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> I watched it. It's not that complicated. Oh, it's complicated because it's stupid. No, some of them are far more complicated and far more stupid. I don't think anything is far more stupid than getting exclusive broadcast rights for, in China for 100 years. Sorry, you want to explain the plot to of you to a kill? Guys, we've oh, also been watching a lot of Bond. I'm horse? so sorry. You, yeah, see? You, you put see? a microchip in a horse? See, you don't know it either. Anyway. And then you blow up Silicon Valley? Yes. After you get those horse chips? Yes. We did an episode on know. that. Welcome to this week where we're going to be talking um, Moonraker. I don't remember Moonraker. I kind of fell asleep for the end of it. They fe- It's just lasers. And, and Jaws had a girlfriend. That's sweet. I'm glad for Jaws. And then they died in reentry? Probably. Yeah, probably. Okay, back to your whatever you're talking about. I guess we can stop talking about Batgirl because uh, it uh, sets a weird, terrible precedent and uh, everyone's going to lose their job over this. And I, it's kind of wild to imagine a world where everyone wants to see, like, look, let's be honest, like the draw of this movie was like Michael Keaton is back as Batman. And then, Batman. And then maybe he had a role in a different movie that might be uh, getting cut as well. Batman. So, uh. So I guess we can dive into that one. We'll we'll go to the second. Uh, it's all Keaton news this week. That's not true. There's a ton of news. Keaton was also apparently this. This is just. Um, I'm going to put this one down solidly as a rumor. 
I take pride in the show of like when I say stuff, if I don't think it's rumor, like I, I'm pretty good at sourcing my shit. I know. This one is solidly rumor. So don't take it as more than that. Rumor has it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. The Keaton was going to be in the Aquaman movie as Ooh. Batman because apparently the idea uh, that we've kind of known for a good chunk of time now is after Flashpoint that Keaton would be replacing Affleck as Batman in the uh, main DC universe. Except post-Honeymoon Ben is in that movie. Well, he is because this week Affleck was on set for Aquaman 2 and uh, just a one of those tour buses drove through and they went, oops, there's Affleck. Which is surprising to me mostly because I thought he was still on his honeymoon in France, but evidently not. No, he was wearing a full black suit, black shirt, black tie. I mean, come on. Batman can wear a little bit more than that. That he and J-Lo are married, and I cannot even express why I'm so excited about that, but I am. See, I like Jennifer Garner more. I love her to pieces, but there's something that's just so... On my scale of Affleck satisfying and thrilling that they had this thing and then 20 years later they're back together look i don't he got her a bejeweled toilet seat ben was not going to get back together with jennifer gardner as much as i love her yeah because she's too good for him okay so why can't we be happy with the j-lo situation then whatever i got Uh, distracted by ben affleck so um aquaman 2 reshoots there was a tour bus going through the warner brothers lot and uh, they all caught ben affleck there so my favorite part is that Jason Momoa himself posted it on Instagram. Like, I'm sure he got approval for it. But he oh, was, I'm he's sure. Like, he's like, yeah, we tried to keep it a secret, but oops. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure that he ran it through PR first. But Well, I, I did see that uh, the official DC account did like the post, so I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, I'm at that point, DC would rather control the narrative than letting you know, 100 tourist videos try and tell the story. So makes sense. Yeah, we don't need to see what you have to say, 4chan. We don't give a shit. I don't know what that is. Is that like 4loco? No, it's uh, more Nazi-ish. Oh, so not like a banned alcoholic drink. Is 4loco banned? I, it was. Maybe they Where? changed the formula here in Maine. Oh, I remember um, when that like first came out, like I was down in New Orleans and then it came out in Jersey like a couple months later. I mean, it took a while for it to be banned. It took a while for it to get off the ground also terrible idea oh my god yeah it's awful it tastes it, we all understand it, why it's banned yes because it gets you high drunk yeah it, yeah it's gross i guess high on the caffeine if you want to call that a caffeine high anyway it's it's it's, it's nasty ass stuff i i drank it uh in college for a little bit gross i did not that's how i pregame baby oh my gosh what a terrible way to pregame <laughs> i agree it's gross oh my god there's so much more news all right yeah affleck's back he's an aquaman speaking of the flash a different flash one that um, isn't the worst. Flash Gordon. Ha ha, savior of the universe. I don't know what Flash Gordon is, but I saw him one time at a con Yeah, by himself. <laughs> well, that's when I walked. It was in. late. We were vendors. It, it was like the end of the night. He was yeah, just like in, a, I understand. in a, a room by himself eating Chinese food. I'm like, what's up? There was nobody else in the room. There were not actual people there. It's so yeah. nothing against him. Anyway, I don't even know what he is. Whatever. Uh, the Flash TV series with the regular- Feelings Hallway. Do you think they still have the Feelings Holloway? They I, must. But they must. They still must have the Feelings Holloway. With Barry Holloway. Allen. Yeah. With, uh, and Iris West. With good old Grant Gustin that is ending at season nine in their 13-episode f- uh, run for that season. That's lovely. Yeah. We used to watch that show. We did. And then I feel like we just got busy and yeah, just fell off just of it. just kind of stopped because it was like the same shit every week. Like, how fast can the boy run to solve the problem this week? 
No, you really liked it when King Shark or whatever his name was came in. I did like when King Shark came in. And, and I liked Gorilla it when Grodd. Grodd. Yeah, I liked it when Grodd yeah. came in. And you you got very teary-eyed whenever there was a feelings hallway moment between a father figure and a son figure. Oh, the feelings hallway. They go there every week. And you cried every week. I How dare you? You cried every week. I never cried. Guys, I didn't ever cry on this show, but he cried every week. I never cried once when they went into the feelings hallway. <laughs> Because that's the shit they do. Oh, uh, yeah, it's ending. Um, is it still good? Probably not. It was fun. I liked it. Wyatt Russell, U.S. agent, son of Kurt Russell. Oh, my Main gosh. Main zone. What? Kurt Russell, he lives in Rangeley or some shit. Really? Yeah, like with Goldie Hawn. He's, yeah, I They think live he, in Maine? Yeah, no, he, he's a Maine Nobody re- lives in Maine. He's, he's a, like seven people. He's a Maine resident. He's not a native, but he lives here. Oh. Partially. Welcome to the state. I think he's in Rangeley. Okay. Whatever. I've never been to Rangeley. Anyway. I've been to Rangeley a this ton. Is, again, an off-mic conversation. Nobody else cares about Rangeley, <laughs> but people in Rangeley, I guess. You, you guys, I guarantee you know from Rangeley is listening to this because I don't think they have the internet. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, a lot of places in Maine actually don't have the internet. Sorry, guys. That, that's a real thing. That's a real problem. Um, uh, Wyatt Russell, son of Kurt Russell, uh, Rangeley resident. Yep. U.S. agent. How hilarious if they live nowhere near Rangeley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Whatever. U.S. agent. You remember him? He he decapitated he in... a man with a shield. He's like, I'm going to fucking break yes, your yes, neck. Yes, blah, yes, blah, 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 blah. yes, yes. I remember now. Well, he. Uh, it's been announced that Marvel is doing a Thunderbolts movie with people that uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was contacting. He's like, oh, yeah, they haven't. No one's mentioned this to me yet. Bullshit. That's just how it goes. Like the, the movie hasn't been announced yet. This isn't a news story. He's going to he's going to lie. Mm hmm. We dealt with like like po- all of the Spider Man. I was gonna say with poor Andrew Garfield lying for like three consecutive years. He's full of shit. They've contacted him. Don't worry about it. He's gonna be U.S. agent. I was never worried about it. Neither was I. I was like, of course he's fucking in this movie. I didn't know about it till this moment, but I still wasn't worried about it. Not for a second. He's of course he's in this. Everybody in Marvel is signed to like a five picture deal. So no, they stopped doing that actually. Really? Yeah. Which I'm kind of surprised about. So, like, originally the way it worked is Downey, they they only were doing for, like, one movie at a time because they were worried about, like, an insurance policy with him. And then, whoopsie daisy, he ended up becoming the biggest star in the world, and they had to, like, pay out the ass. So, everyone else, they were assigned to, like, six to nine pitcher deals. But now, recently, within the recent phase, they've stopped doing that. And I don't know why, on a business end on their part, but now they're back to just doing, like, one or two pitcher things. Maybe the TV show screwed it up. Yeah, I don't actually know what, like, Kevin, like, the company line was like, well, we only want to get people in here who want to be here. I'm like, that's not it. There's a there's something else. Who knows? But yeah, they, they have stopped doing the uh, the massive multi-pitcher deal. I don't know why. Oh my gosh, there's so much more news. All right, let's all move right, on to the fine, next news right, story. Fine, fine, fine. All right, yeah, um, White Russell, full shit. Flash ending, okay. Spider-Man freshman year, gonna be an animated show on Disney+. Plus. That sounds great. But then last uh, Comic-Con, they showed all these images that made the timeline seem confusing. Like, well, how did these two things fit together? Because we were told this was going to be like Spider-Man's life before Civil War. Is it not? It's Spider-Man's life before Civil War in a different timeline. Oh, cool. Yeah, which... Also fine. Clears everything up. Whatever. It's just going to be an animated show. It'll be fine. That's the answer. Different timeline. Don't worry about it. I never was. Here's a sad one. First sad one of the night. Michelle Nichols passed away. I met her in a bathroom one time. <laughs> I was washing my hands. We were washing our hands at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Lovely lady. I mean, obviously, like, her big claim to fame is being Ahura in Star Trek, the original series. One of the crazy things about her role, I got to double check this. 
she has a kiss with Kirk in the original series, and it's always, it's touted as like the first interracial kiss, which I think is wrong. I think it's the second. Inter- I don't think it's the first. Um, to kind of burst that bubble, but I need to, I need to double check that to be honest. But within that that kiss, which is so famous, like they did a bunch of like really shitty takes. So uh, the only take that they could use was the one where they actually kissed. I don't know. I th- I, I don't think it was the first. If if memory serves, I feel like. That is the common thought. The common pro- myth that's not yeah, quite I, right. I don't think it's true. It, it's very early on, though, like, no question, but I'm pretty sure it's not. But one of the things, um, th- this is one of my favorite things about, like, her in that role. Like, she clearly did it from the 60s, like, through the 90s. Like, she was there forever, but there was um, a point where she wanted to leave the show because she wasn't really, like, didn't feel like she was really doing that much and wasn't really getting fed that much, like, dialogue to do. And she was talked out of, like, doing it, saying, like, no, you were a pioneer. You were showing, like, both women and people of color that, like, you're breaking a mold. And the person that told her to stay was Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, I think I read this story. Yeah. This week. Yeah. It's, it, it's definitely been floating out there this week. But I, I just think that's so cool. It is very cool. And she, I mean, clearly, like, such a pioneer and, like, absolutely breaking a mold and someone who inspired like people to get into like to the space program and you know black actors and there's even talk of like within the next generation when uh like lavar burton was in the role of Jordy, like whoopi goldberg uh was friends with him and like contacted him and like i need you to talk to gene roddenberry because i want to be on the show because i saw michelle nichols and she inspired me and i want to be on the show and like gene roddenberry like he told was told that he's like Whoopi Goldberg doesn't want to be on this show. Like, she's way too big for this. And then Var <laughs> Burton would be like, no, she, like, talked to her. Like, she wants to be on the show because of uh, what Michelle Nichols did for Whoopi Goldberg's generation. She wanted to continue that trend. So, yeah, Michelle Nichols passing away, just massive, massive influence. Like, absolute fucking legend. Yeah. Yep. We haven't made it to the original series yet, but, I mean, even I know. Who she is and what she did and all the fabulous things that she did. You've probably seen some stuff in passing. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Just me sitting around the house like, that's what I do. I like to just hum to myself. You actually do. I don't know if you realize that. Well, some literally, oh, we were in that con last week and like you were just like kind of like bopping around. I'm like, what are you dancing to? You were just like the Bond theme. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right, cool. We've watched (laughs) a lot of Bond. The Bond theme. (laughs) Uh, Last little bit of news. She-Hulk was going to be airing on Wednesdays the same time as the Andor show, which we saw the trailer for. Not a good plan, as we talked about. Yeah. Uh, the Andor original trailer was just mostly uh, the back of people's heads, and it was boring as shit. Second trailer, better trailer. Yeah. No, no, no. The trailer looks good. I just mean but it's not, a bad yeah. plan to overlap the two shows. Yeah. So uh, She-Hulk will be, Andor will be on Wednesdays. She-Hulk will be on Thursdays, which makes a lot of sense because Miss Marvel got kind of buried. So it's like... By having Obi-Wan on the same day. Back in regular TV world, where they used to put TV shows on different nights. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. Yes. So good job, Disney, for realizing a basic marketing aspect that uh, a child could have told you. Well, they realized it now. You fucking morons. I liked Miss Marvel. I'm sad that more people didn't see it. Okay. Well, I was middling on Miss Marvel, and those same creators were uh, the people behind Batgirl. So they're just having the time of their life right now. It's not good. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on from there. We're uh, moving on to Weird Comics Facts. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. 
I'm gonna make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. Hey, Harley Quinn, we're uh, doing the three premiere episodes this week. Do you know how Harley Quinn came about? You actually probably do. <laughs> she was in the Batman animated series. Well, how did she get there? Paul Dini. My God, you're like halfway there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to this Look at weird these names that facts. I picked up. Okay, keep going. I don't actually know the rest of it. Well, one day, Paul Dini. Yes. Batman writer was homesick. And, and he, he got was- mugged. Unrelated to this, but yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> he anyway. got mugged and then he made Harley Quinn. Okay, you know, unrelated. cool. Uh, Paul Dini was homesick. He was watching uh, some soaps and he saw his friend Arlene Sorkin on there dressed as a clown. Fun. Doing this like high pitched, uh, I guess we could call her a Harlequin esque character. Yep. And he did, uh, he was writing a episode called Joker's Favor and like he needed to come up with a a hench person who was kind of like in the Adam West style of hey you the henchman or the main villains always have a hench person or henchman or henchwoman just like in Bond yeah so he created the char- or he co-created the character of uh, Harley Quinn he went and he's like hey I was homesick Bruce Tim here's my friend Arlene Sorkin is this clown and he had a character sketch and everything and Bruce Tim probably had like 18 drags on a cigarette and glared at him real grumpy I don't know anybody that's grumpy <laughs> like, I don't t- I don't smoke cigarettes, so you know. <laughs> no, you just you, you uh, only half of that. But yeah, so uh, maybe that's not exactly what Bruce Tim did. But let's just say he probably did. And then he's like, Rrr. and he he redesigned the character that uh, Paul Dini gave the sketch on, and then boom, Harley Quinn was born, and uh, Paul Dini's college friend Arlene Sorkin ended up coming in and voicing the character, and then Tara Strong voiced her. Yeah, she did for a few things, and then. Uh, the character first came into comics in Batman Adventures number 12, and that m- sucker goes for big-ass cash. Too bad we don't have a copy. I do not have a copy. Nope. But there we go. That is the uh, secret origin of Harley Quinn. That is our weird comics facts. Cool. Pa- Paul that was D- a good one. Paul D. Yeah, I know. This- Jared would be so proud of you for that, like, really interesting and not creepy comic fact. Yeah, this one didn't involve, like, death or sex, so. Fabulous. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> And that's how Harley Quinn came about. Paul Dini was homesick. Perfect. All right. So we're going to... Hmm. Who's a clown this week? Uh, Nobody. You know what? So from animated clowns to Sean Marks, the GM of the Brooklyn Nets, which is a clown, we're moving on to Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That was a very specific and... Ah, fuck it. He's... Deep cut. Okay. <laughs> Sean Marks is a clown. So... I decree. Jared's not here, clearly. Um, Sports reports. The Red Sox are playing. They won the other day. Oh, after uh, being the biggest losers of all time? That was a TV show. Do you remember that show? Anyway, we went to a WNBA game. We went to a Connecticut Sun game, which was very exciting. And then they lost in overtime to the Chicago Sky, which are the number one. Well, maybe they should have done better in the first quarter. But it was very fun. Obviously, the big news of the week is... was Blaze's birthday. It was the what? mascot of the Connecticut Sun's birthday. So I need you to leave this podcast. We got now. cupcakes. <laughs> so that was also 10 out of 10. Uh, obviously, the big news of the week is the passing of Bill Russell. Which was incredibly sad. It happened... Uh, or it, the news was broken while we were at the game, and they... Um, at halftime announced it and they put together a little montage for us and turned all the lights green and 
Very sad. But 11-time champion. Which 11. is insane to think about. Eight consecutive titles in a row. and then three... That's what consecutive means. I said eight. Yeah, he said eight consecutive titles in a row. Yeah, and then he won three more as a player coach. Right, but that's what consecutive means is in a row. Anyway. Oh, yeah, no, I, 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 oh, great. I, I see where our breakdown is, um, <laughs> where, where I fucked that up. Thank you. <laughs> I really had to think about that for a second. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, do you know how many people listen to this show? Hi, everybody. Uh, too many for that bullshit. <laughs> uh, for me fucking up English. Can you tell which one of us does SAT prep classes? It's me. Can you tell which one of us has a drink? Has had one and a half ciders. Mm, going buck wild here. But yeah, so um, Bill Russell, eight titles consecutive. Well done. And then three additional ones as a player coach. First black coach in the NBA. And uh, he has a statue in Boston. And if you've ever heard anything with Bill Russell, like he he would never. God, he was so fucking cool. He also had the world's most like infectious laugh in kind of a bad way. <laughs> like he just had the silliest, like most boisterous laugh. But like he would never want to be considered like, oh, like. I was the first black coach. He'd be like, no, I got the job because I was the most deserving of the job. And a guy who was very much about equality. Um, also someone who was born in the South and like experienced a ton of racism and unfortunately experienced a ton of racism in Boston as well and kind of separated himself from the city for a while, but came back around. The guy who's won the most championships out of anyone. 11. Like, holy shit. Like, and just what he wanted to do with like equality and all so many other things like one of my favorite uh things of bill russell was um tommy heinson won rookie of the year and bill russell i also love tommy i yeah, i do love tommy as well but like tommy wins rookie of the year and bill russell's like you know half that award's mine <laughs> something close to that just for like you know feeding him with assists because he was very much a team focused guy and i mean he's a legend he's a massive, massive legend. I mean, everything that could possibly ever have been said about Bill Russell has been said. Like the the guy's an inspiration, and we were in the same room as him once. Like as yeah. much as like we like being not very long ago, kind of like silly, but like oh yeah, like you were in the bathroom with like Nichelle Nichols, but like we were uh, at a Lakers game with Bill Russell, and he was wearing um a Kobe Bryant hat, like because Kobe had it was a Celtics Lakers game. Kobe had passed at that point, and but like you found like I didn't see him, like you found him, like we were clearly we knew he was there in the building, and I we were not then spent a lot of time looking from the very top deck of the TD Garden to find him, and then we found him. You're like, look, there it is, there he is, there's Bill Russell, and we it was just it was so cool to even just be like in the same building as him, like oh my god, there he is. We also got to see some of his really cool memorabilia because he was auctioning it off for a charity, yeah, and. So it was on display while it was being up for auction. And yeah. so that was also remember, very like, cool. Yeah, there was like his shoes were in there and I don't even remember what the other I don't items remember what were. else, but definitely I remember his shoes as well and just very cool things. Just an amazing an amazing man and so Yeah, tr- I mean truly like one of the all-time greats. It it was I mean just being in the same room with, with him. And room is even a very generous term because giant we, arena. We were in the same arena as him, but we, we were still able to like pick him up like oh my god, that's Bill Russell. He's It was very cool. Just what a giant of a man and uh, And compared to me also a giant. I mean compared to me he's a giant. That's true. We're both short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sentence no one has ever said about me, but cool. Me neither. Um, I, I I don't have anything to add to the legacy of Bill Russell, but just uh, I don't know, a great man. Yes. That that is I don't know. I got who will be very missed, and who will never ever fucking be forgotten. 
No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Never in this lifetime. Nor should he. Or in any lifetime beyond ours will that name not be just revered. 88, not a bad run. Nope. So cheers to Bill Russell, Michelle Nichols. And now let me tell you about the KD stuff. And eh, no one gives a shit and also nothing's happening. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So we're going to move on from there. To Harley Quinn? To Editor's Note Comics Review. Yay! Of Harley Quinn, the TV show. Season three, episode one through three. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Actually, is it called Harley and Ivy now? No. Okay. That involved legal wrangling, so no. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I've like... I was blanking. Like, should I do this this week? Like, because it's kind of hard to talk about comedy. I feel like comedy, I feel like is a very hard thing to review because it comedy is subjective and I don't want to just like fall back on. Remember this part? That was funny. I so, do remember that part. I just so, watched it. So this is a flex to say like, hey, we can talk about comedy. I'm not sure you use flex in the way that the children use flex now. Probably not. I don't. Is a it flex a flex is when you boast about yourself. No, fuck that. No, that's not. No. I'm I'm just telling you. I'm against the children. Okay, cool. I'll fight them. I'll win. Don't do that. So you, you show me anyone under eighteen, I'll beat them up. Great. Um, five to eighteen. That is not boom, true. Kick their asses. You don't think I could beat up a five year old? I don't think you could beat up Brawny. How old is he? Is it, or is Bryce, it, his younger brother, who's taller. All right, fine. We'll lower it to five <laughs> to fifteen. <laughs> Five to simply fi- because of LeBron James's children. <laughs> Five to fifteen, I'll kick their ass. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> the Harley Quinn show. So I popped in and out of this. I've not seen the first two seasons completely, but I've seen enough of them that I know what's going on. Harley is now with Ivy after she left her fiance at the altar. Kite Ivy, man. Ivy left her fiance, not Harley. Harley well, was the- well. Harley left the Joker. Harley was Harley the maid left of honor. the Joker. Ivy left Kite Man. Hell yeah. We found out his name is Chuck Frank. I don't remember something like that. That's Very a, sweet. It's a Tom King thing. Like Tom King brought up Kite Man. Like everyone seems to enjoy their favorite silly, stupid villain. Pete Pot Pace Pie, Pot Pace Pot Pete is Thank my. <laughs> he is my favorite. Guys, uh, we were recording this late. He is my favorite stupid villain. I know he is. Tom King's favorite stupid villain is Kite Man, and he did the whole hell yeah thing. That's very much out of his Batman run that started back in like 2016. But yeah, Ivy left Kite Man at the altar. So if you've never seen the show, it is a very talented cast of voiced actors who are voicing this very irreverent take on Harley Quinn. We got Tudic in there doing uh, Clayface and the Joker. We got Ron Funches doing King Shark. Got J.B. Smooth doing some plant. The plant's name is Frank. Ah, there we go. But this picks up right after Harley and Ivy run away together, after Ivy's busted up wedding. And so, yeah, so we get to see their honeymoon, but it's not a honeymoon. Their first days of being together. How would Benicio Del Toro and uh, James Bond say honeymoon? I don't know. Honeymoon. Do you remember? (laughs) After he uh, killed Felix's wife and maybe raped her? Yes, I do. In A License to Kill. Got a license to kill. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, with a twenty-one-year-old Benicio. Yeah, he was so young. Honeymoon and so creepy. <laughs> Just that one line. Like, what is that? Honeymoon. Thank you. I'm, for so- I'm sorry. Saying I totally, the word over and over I, again. I totally distracted from uh, your from Harley and Ivy. But there are definitely. I mean, there's a ton of things like that that are wink, wink, nudge, nudge to 
fans of the animated show of comics who know Harley, who know Ivy, who know thought, everything about like one of my favorite things was um when they had the porn star fill ins and this again, this is falling to the idea of like this is a Wait, funny are bit. we doing spoilers, no spoilers? Who cares? The show's out there. If you haven't seen it then meh. Okay, so but when Gordon is watch out for spoiler, friends. <laughs> when Gordon was presented with the porn star version of Harley Navi, he's like, hang on, let's hear them out. <laughs> so it's all these things where Batman is kind of an idiot and Dick Grayson is kind of an idiot. He shows up here and, you know, we so it's fun. I liked that Bane decides that he needs therapy. Um, they all do. But Bane decides that he needs therapy because of a bank teller that tells him that he does. Oh, that's that what he does. Bane? This version of Bane. When we first met. There it is. When we first met, that movie had not been out that long. And you and Jared just used to, whenever you had a coffee cup in your hands, would always just start talking in Bane voice to each other. A beer bottle works just as well. Does it? I don't know. Fucking tell me. It doesn't work as well. Well, I'm trying. I can hear you're trying. But anyway. um, Having my own fun. But I like that Bane decides to go to therapy. I like that... James Gunn is in there. That's fun. He's actually James Gunn. Yeah, and Clayface plays a massaging chair. There was a big Gilmore Girls reference, which was fabulous. I thought you would enjoy that. Because... It was um, the mistake of Sean Gunn being in Gilmore Girls and not James Gunn. Yes. Yes, dear. As Kirk. Yes. So that was very fun because we all love a Gilmore Girls reference. We all do. Bane wasn't even in that Lore- scene. Lorelai. And in the updated one, I don't know, the young one got pregnant. How do you know that? I was there. You watched that? I was born in the dark. And I watched that. <laughs> some of that. Did you fucking, really? No, I was just fucking there for some of it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Kind of like how I've been around for some of Harley Quinn, I guess. Exactly. Uh I hope everyone's enjoying the voice. <laughs> Probably no one is. <laughs> Probably no one is. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's terrible. I like that they went to, I'm just saying things I like now. I like that they went to an escape room. I've never been to an escape room, but I think I would do really well in them. I have. I won I won the escape room. Yeah, but wouldn't I win the escape room? It was a T9 related clue. And I figured what was that word? Clue. Clue. Yeah, All right, I'm, I'm all done with this. Get out of here, bottle. I, I'm done with the empty bottle. I'm moving on to the full bottle. Hello. Something, I don't know, did you want to say anything else before I start bringing up other random things that I liked or disliked? No, go for it. Something that I didn't love in the second episode of this three-episode little intro is the second episode is all about how Ivy's not a leader and she can't really lead things and doesn't really know what to do. Well, yeah, I, I, I buy I, that for the character. Like, she has just been I like, I kind of want to be on my own and I don't really, I can totally see that, like, of Harley kind of like, Harley being like, I'm... I'm super into you and I just, I want to kind of like put you on this pedestal and display you and like really raise you up and Ivy being like, yeah, this isn't my bag. But Ivy has put together plans in this show before. That's, I guess, what threw me off is that I have not seen all of the show to be fair. Ivy has put together Ivy plans. Ivy hasn't put together like. Okay. That's fair, I I suppose. Her plans are about like, oh, let's do stuff with plants. Her stuff is less about like, let's kick this guy in the dick. That's more of a Harley move. Yeah, so I, I I buy that. Okay, like Ivy, I trust you. Ivy will within like the context of this show, she will lean heavily into like I'm gonna like, do my she, own she'll, thing. She'll get caught up in like her own plans, but like is not like uh being presented as like a criminal mastermind. That's not kind of her intent. Like if you fuck with her shit, she'll get in your way. But 
she's not trying to do anything outside of what interests her. I did like that the show picked up right where season two left off, that that you get to see them try and figure out their relationship a little bit and fall into it, as opposed to just, we've been best friends forever, and now we're going to seamlessly transition into this whole world together. I do honestly really like Harley trying to elevate Ivy and just being like, this isn't, like, this doesn't really click with me, but I'm really just trying to push past it and make it work, like, for you. I, I like that aspect of the character where it's not just, like, we... we where just, Harley is so supportive. Where we, we just have mayhem and craziness together she's like oh um mm, this you you got a plant thing we can do a plant thing if only everybody could see your face as you say that Uh, i appreciate well i just um, i appreciate that they're making the character like try that it's not just like slotting in uh without effort yes but also she's just like fully there for whatever it is and eh, probably a little bit too much yeah, and I mean, that's that's the whole point, right? They stole Wonder Woman's invisible plane, and then she stole Queen Elizabeth, and then she also kidnapped Amanda Waller, and just... Oh, yeah, that's going to come back in a big way. All of that Whatever chaos, that and, and just that she's just doing it because it's their 18th day anniversary, or whatever. Um, and that is very sweet, but also clearly the show is still it's very over the fun. Top. i still love the show like i mean i kind of put this on that like level that i put kind of like lower decks on like they're just there is a they respect the characters Paul Dini really into this show like doesn't he do something with this show too i don't think he does i thought i saw his name in the credits but you, i could you, i could be wrong you might have but i mean i i like a show that kind of you know it respects what's come before but it's just like yeah we're just gonna have some fun and i i'm all for you know mixing it up a bit yeah, I mean, it's way more fun to watch the show with you than by myself, because with you, you look at all these things, and you go, well, that's whatever D-list villain, and that's whatever D-list villain, and isn't that so funny that blah, 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 and so you just know a lot more about it. It's like watching it with, with like Wikipedia pulled up next to me. Yeah, I just love ruining things. Only that one thing that I said today. Oh, it was about Love Island. It's fine. You can ruin Love Island. <laughs> hilarious um, well i mean i don't know if, yeah we did bring it up when we uh, were talking about uh view to a kill that whenever you license a song it's cheaper if you do a cover because you're not like fully reproducing it but you're still just using the licensing for whatever song that you do so you were like every song in love island is just a cover i'm like yeah because it's cheaper yes <laughs> that's just it is how it works very funny every that's just how you save some cash you do a cover if you guys don't know, Love Island is a trashy reality TV show that a new episode comes out every single day. Actually, I think it just ended in real time, but I'm behind because a new episode comes out every day, but I'm working that my best to catch up. That editing schedule sounds awful. I mean, those, they gotta be cutting like wild. Oh, I'm sure. and But they also have, I'm sure, just a huge team of people on it, right? Cause well, they gotta be, like, it's. I'm sure it's not like day to day. It's like they don't do it and then the next day you gotta get it. Charlie! Get out the door. It is actually fairly real time. It can't be that. Like, they got to have... It is. It is because the the public votes on something, and then, like, the next episode, the next day, the Islanders will find out about it. You're telling me that show is only one day behind? I think so. Or maybe two. That is nuts. That... Jesus. I would not want to work on that show. <laughs> I could be wrong, but <laughs> it, it'll learned. be, like, at the end of one episode, they'll be like, voting is open now, except on my end, voting is closed because I was not there in real time. But oh, Yeah, I don't know. And then, like... Is the Davide next episode? still there? Yes, Davide is still there. Of okay, great. He sucks. Davide is getting better. 
Is he? Is he changing as a person? Yes. I don't believe it. All right, that's that's Harley Quinn. Uh, the show's fun. I love the show. It, I think it's really good. It and, is very fun. It is very is a, irreverent. This is a show that when the previews were coming out, I was very put off by it because it seemed to be just focusing on like, hey, we said a dirty word. I'm like, I don't that. I love a good dirty word, but it does not appeal. Like, it's not going to make me want to watch your show. But it turns out the show is um very heartfelt and very funny and very irreverent and very referential. And it dives deep, and I I really love it. And it's going, you know, within the third season, it hasn't really changed. And I 100% will back the show, and uh, we'll see what happens with HBO Max, because, you know, probably everything is falling apart in that um, service, but hopefully it keeps going. One other thing. It's really interesting that we watched this this week, because we went to a Comic-Con this weekend and went to a panel with the voice actors from the Batman, the animated series, and Justice well, League let's, stuff. Let's say so. Justice League. There, there was Kevin Conroy, Batman, uh, Phil Lamar, Green Lantern, Susan Eisenberg, Wonder Woman. Tim Daly. And Tim Daly, who apparently hasn't done a con before. That's what they said. Is that true? I don't know if that's true, but apparently Tim Daly's first con as Superman. So it was just very interesting because Tim that Daly show... has no time for the Snyder shit. I can tell you that much. Yeah. He's like, fuck all that. That He didn't show... say that. He was much more polite. Or from what I've seen of it is much more earnest, much more um, we are playing these heroes as heroes. They are what this world needs right now versus this show. Harley is an anti-hero or maybe even just a straight up hero at this point. Um, but just turning that whole script around and the traditional heroes, they're just kind of dumb. They're not bad. They're not seen as evil. They're just kind of seen as dumb or like yeah, but- excessively arrogant. So I will say um, probably the coolest stuff from that panel is you got um, Kevin Conroy going like, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. And you got uh, Phil Amar doing the whole Green Lantern oath. Um, Susan Eisenberg doing like great Hera. Tim Daly came in a little bit late, so we didn't get to do a catchphrase. But then later on, I mean, one, Phil Lamar is a, so excited about everything. Is, is a fucking treasure of a man. He, he what a sweet man. He, he was just yeah. He was thrilled about everything. I loved just. Watching. He also is wearing a Green Lantern T-shirt and Green Lantern mask, and I so appreciate that commitment to his character. Oh my god, Phil Lamar, goddamn treasure. And all of them, one hundred percent, hands down, they were like, "Yes, I would totally come back to the show if they wanted to bring it back." Also, did you know that Susan Eisenberg did the Fancy Feast commercials? I didn't know that until this weekend. Yeah, you learn new things every day. I did. I Sorry, what were you going to say? I interrupted um, you. But the the cool thing, and clearly, like, not from uh, the Justice League show or any of that stuff, but uh, Kevin Conroy doing um, Batman beating the shit out of Superman's speech from Dark Knight Returns just off the top of his dome oh my god that was cool (laughs) holy shit yeah you had a little little meltdown all by yourself about that i I want you to remember clark although to be fair you were in the right room to do that because everybody else was also having a little meltdown around me so it's like holy shit he's doing the speech but it was just so interesting he pulled that off out of nowhere it was just so interesting as a juxtaposition to this version of all of these same characters where Batman is so noble and regal in the Kevin Conroy version. And in this version, he's just kind of this semi-bumbling idiot. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean... In a good way. Like, it's it's fun. Dietrich, it's um, Bader's doing it. He did the, the version in The Batman, which is a fantastic show, but... He's very likable, just not not the infallible hero that we have come to know and love. Yeah, 
Just hearing Conroy do those lines, my God, that was just fucking cool. But like, <laughs> it would not work if Kevin Conroy tried to do this Batman. This Batman. I bet he could, but. Oh, I'm sure he I'm could. Fine with, like, I'm sure he'd have D- fun with it. D- but Diedrich Bader is great. He's done this a couple of times. He's very good in the role. But, um, but anyway, so that was, it was just fun to see how multifaceted these characters are and how this show brings out an entirely different facet of characters that because at and the how beginning we think Phil Lamar is just the coolest oh he's dude. so cool oh my god but I think you've even showed me the first episode of Harley Quinn and she's very one-dimensional she is very much just another henchman who is in love with the Joker and Mr. J and and to see her re- so fully developed go into this it's so interesting yeah if you're doing an Arlene Sorkin, you got to go full New York. Like John Romita Jr. I was like, who did we just see who was also like had a very strong New York accent? <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. John Romita Jr. is very New York. Also no, very no kind. Question. Oh, yeah. Like super nice. Yeah. But also New York is all hell. Yeah. So I don't really know what my point there I mean, was, but it was just very he cool. He might have tried to shove someone out of the way that. and say, hey, I'm walking here. That's know. how New York he was. Well, he wouldn't hear because he was very nice. Yes, he was very polite. But yes, it was just very fun to see these two things so directly back to back for me. Wasn't it so cool? Like when Phil Amar would just throw in the John Stewart voice, which is so much lower than his real voice. Yes. Oh my God, that was so fucking cool. Yes. Everything about it was cool. And like, yeah. And, him, and I didn't think that I'd really. Like Futurama, like I'm so excited to see like more shit from like all these people. I've seen much more Batman the Animated Series. And so I wasn't sure that I'd really even recognize the other three voices. But when they put on those voices, I was like, oh, man, even I know these voices. And I've not sat down to watch an episode. Well, I mean, you saw Tim Daly in um, that Stephen King miniseries. Yeah, Storm of the Century. Yeah, that was a weird one. The devil came there. He's like, give me your babies. And they Didn't went... they just like keep the dead people like in a freezer in the back or something or like in a separate room? So, yeah. Do you remember that? But they're just like, give us your babies, and they went, okay. I guess we have to. It was we'll, a, we'll give we'll give you our babies. I don't know if he said this, but it was a Stephen King short story. No, it wasn't. It was a, it a was, Joe Hill story. Nope, it was just purely TV. But it was Stephen King. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Could have used more of a budget. Unrelated. All right, we're gonna move on from there. I guess that's um, Harley Quinn, and hey, we saw some Justice League members over the weekend. So we recommend it, but... Christ, I was so glad I said this to you, that like no one was like, what about the Snyder Cut? Like, fuck off, no one wants this. And thankfully, it never happened. Yeah, everybody there was super respectful and... Didn't want the Snyder Cut. Super into all of our Justice League friends, so that was fun. The Harley Quinn show was fun. Probably makes more sense if you go back and watch it from the beginning. The seasons are not that long. There you go. All right, we're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to write us your own questions, you can. This one came in based off of our last episode. Like our last episode, the last one I was on. Yep. This microphone keeps falling. I don't know. I'm just not fixing it. All right, there we go. I'm back. Hello. Uh, if you want to ask us your own questions, you can. Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Like this question that I am positive was based off of uh, our last episode. A View episode, to a Kill. A View to a Kill. Got a license. Did the wrong, wrong song. Wrong song. That's License to but Kill. But still, License to Kill stuck in my head. Grace Jones, Mayday. Continue with your question. I interrupted. Anywho, I introduced this question to you earlier today. Yes, you did. And then you started to try to answer it. And I was like, why don't we just have this discussion literally on microphone? All right. If you could switch out Bond actors for Batman actors, what would you do? Like, who would they match up with? Yeah. If you could do a flippy flop. 
And there's a very easy one. So the yes, and you said this, but it is the only answer. It is the only answer for this one. Uh, to be fair, there's one more. Uh, if we're going with like not going back to like the serials or whatnot, like there's one more Batman actor than Bond. Whatever, we'll deal with that. But the one obvious answer is Roger Moore and Adam West have to get flop. That's the flip flop there. Yes, they are like, the two silly ones. Got to get. <laughs> But they're also heartfelt and fun and lighthearted and colorful. Their movies are much more, and their their everything is much more colorful. But That's Rog- the easy one. Roger Moore is getting it on way more than Batman. The Batman that I am probably most familiar with is Christian Bale, which to me feels like Daniel Craig. Yeah, those two got to get flopped. They're so you're like trying to be gritty realism. They're going to frown at you. They will both frown at you. One of them has beautiful blue eyes. I don't know what Christian Bale has. Uh, a mole. So not beautiful blue he, eyes. He has that big thing around his eye oh. that that skin tab or whatever it is weird you know what i'm talking about vaguely i don't feel like i've looked at his eyes as much as i've looked at daniel craig's eyes but yeah those two are the easy are also an easy flip-flop yes and they are serious and physical <clears throat> and it'll be good connery and keaton i guess i don't love that one as much because who connery you, is who are you gonna fl- i don't know but connery is so that? classic versus keaton is kind of I don't know, unassuming, and then he turns into Batman. But like, but that's part of the idea. There's a lot of turtlenecks. I'm very anti turtlenecks. No, I mean, I mean, I think I think he's their best option. I just don't. Connery is so classic. Like he is the original, the classic, and the original Batman, which in my mind I guess would be Adam West, is not at all that. So that whoa, we got a uh, Lazenby, Dalton, and Brosnan. Okay, so. Who are other Batman people? I think Lazenby should be Val Kilmer because Kilmer has like those weird puffy lips so he looks kind of like a model and he was a one-off. Or should Lazenby be Clooney? Didn't you say there's one more Bond actor? I mean, one more. One more. Oh, we got Lazenby, uh, Dalton, Pierce. Your first name friend. I don't know. Brassman. I don't know. I switched it for him. <laughs> and, and then we got Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Robert um, Pattinson. Be- or Ben Affleck. Okay. So I feel like Clooney and Affleck should be switched because they both know Matt Damon. You mean they should be the same person? Yeah, that's our flip flop. Clooney for Affleck because they both know Damon. They're both Batman though. Ah, fuck! No, you're right. Oh, sorry, I was mixing my. Th- <laughs> I was like, what are you Shit. doing? Um, I think that it would be fine. I don't know who Val Kilmer actually is, so in my mind, he doesn't exist. So we'll call him George Clooney slash Val Kilmer and call that George Lazenby. You know who Val Kilmer is? Nah. Be Doesn't your, really matter. Be your Huckabee? Don't know who that is. I don't know what these things are. You've seen Kilmer and shit. Okay, great. But yes, George Lazenby tried to do something, but it didn't really work. So Kilmer. He's Kilmer. But also George Clooney. Mix them all together. Yeah, but Lazenby- The ones that don't really work. Lazenby didn't kill the franchise. No. Clooney killed the franchise. They were afraid he was going to, and that's why they brought back Sean Connery. I also watched that documentary about that movie. <laughs> Or half of it until I fell asleep. I still say it's Kilmer for Lazenby. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just like also if, throwing if, in if, George if Clooney. If you want to switch a 90s boy for a 90s boy, we can switch. No. I don't know. Clooney for Brosnan. No. Um, Pierce that, Brosnan, I'm going to say this is. He's. Uh, I was going to say Robert Pattinson because they're both pretty. They both got that chin cleft. They do. Robert Pattinson is like much darker, but they're both very pretty. I don't hate that. All right, do it. What do you think? Pull the trigger. What are you going to say? Who's left? Um, That would then leave... What was your other Batman you came up with? Oh, Ben Affleck for... I can live with that. Dalton. Ben Affleck for, for Timothy Dalton. Yeah, they're both kind of... 
Or maybe Robert Pattinson is better for Timothy Dalton because no, yes, we're going yes, with, no, 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 we're no, 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 because Pierce Brosnan's doesn't movies, have a license to kill. No, but Pierce Brosnan's movies were not so stellar at the end. Hashtag Justice League. Sigmund Freud. <laughs> is that your best Madonna impression? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. That was Ma- not good. Oh yeah, because Madonna's song was great. You're right. My impression of Madonna. Okay. It was the real so, problem. So, so Analyze all this said. Analyze that. Timothy Dalton and Robert Pattinson are both fairly dark in their portrayals of their characters. It rains all okay. the time in Gotham. Timothy Dalton is much darker and like slaps women and like things don't go well. And so Pierce Brosnan and Ben Affleck, they both tried something and, and then their sucked. movies Come kind out of, of Snyder Bros. petered out at the end. What do you think? Yeah. F- yeah. Fine. I'm, I would be happy to compare die another day to batman v superman see there you go the timothy dalton movies they were just they they were trying something being bad mm, you didn't like the timothy dalton ones see i feel like that's <sighs> I'm, I'm middling on them I and you I, were I, also I, middling about the batman i i think i dislike that more than i like the dalton movies the dalton movies i'm middling on uh batman v superman justice league every version of it um bad right so so you know i'm pierce brosnan i'm, I'm, I'm more pro dalton than i am batman or Affleck Batman. Not right, so fault. Affleck Batman goes with Pierce Brosnan because you didn't like any of their movies. That's a, I love Goldeneye. Okay, you know what I mean. And I love Michelle Yeoh. That's not a movie. <laughs> That's a person. <laughs> You're like, I don't really, you just really like that. She's a good lady. Okay, so that's what it is. Definitive All right. ranking. All right, definitive ranking. One of them got left out. Who cares? Who? No, I put them both together into George Lazenby. You just didn't agree with that. Oh, and then okay. just, we should probably wrap this up shall we if we have to i mean we can compare uh all right felix lighters to robbins no i don't know anybody well enough (laughs) i like jeffrey wright full stop all right felix lighters to gordon's because two of them are jeffrey wright are they (laughs) yeah oh fabulous with the pattinson one oh that's fun you're right it is one of them gets shot in the stomach in die in in tomorrow no no in no time to die yeah not enough time to die if you like the show, Jared will be back. Why wouldn't you? He also does this part, and I only half listen to it every week, so I don't really know what he says. Next week. I don't know what's going on. It's going to be either Sandman or Prey. They're both out. I'm watching both of them. Oh, my God. I can't you have a busy weekend. When do they come out? Uh, both on Friday. Oh, good. So you have the whole weekend. Well, plus, i got to watch Better Call Saul. Oh. Oh, my God. I, it's been out since Monday. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God. Oh, but don't you worry. Because you slept for like 13 hours last night. Because I was slept for four hours the night before. But don't you worry. I watched that scene. Oh, I saw that scene. I keep on rewatching it over and over again. I don't have context for it, but I've seen it. Great. Um, So you will get to listen to Jared next week. Yeah. I hope you all have a lovely week. Enjoy. And we'll talk to you later.